This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about the joys of fasting today. Amen. Uh, the blessings of fasting. Actually, that's gonna be the title: the blessing of fasting. Amen. Or the blessings of fasting. And you know, you can be blessed through your fast. It doesn't have to be that bad. Amen. Let's just bow our heads in prayer before we get started. Father, I honor you today and I thank you, Father, for your mercy, for your goodness and for your love. And Father, I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my lips, your very words. And Father, we just bind any hindrance from the evil one that would try to hinder this service in any way, shape or form. And we release the power of the Holy Spirit to operate in full measure today. And we thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Well, praise God. God is so good. You know, um, I kind of hit on it last Sunday, but I found out about fasting when I was frustrated in my walk with the Lord. And um, I was seeking some truth from God. And prior to um, fasting, I, I, I prayed and, you know, I, I, you know, spent time in the word of God. But I, I dealt with an issue in my life. Anybody have any issues out here? Amen. Amen. Thank you for being honest. And I dealt with an issue, and we all have issues. Amen? Amen. Some of us can cover them better than others. That's right. You, know, you can look really good on the outside. I mean, you, you, ever, you, read, you ever see these Hollywood couples? They, they walk down the red carpet. They're wearing the perfect outfits. They got the perfect bodies. They got all the money, right? And they have all, you know, and all the praise of many people. And, but you find out that they end up, you know, they're, they're behind the scenes. They're living a turmoil life. Amen. You know, you find out, you know, they're, break, you know, they're, 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 they're divorcing and all these problems behind the scenes. And what the enemy wants to do is he wants to make you think, you know, just money and prestige and all this eliminates the problems. But it really doesn't. Sometimes when you have these these things, sometimes you have false friends that will try to get things from you. Amen. And people that will try to deceive you. And, and, you know, you hear about people winning the lottery and you find out they're worse off after winning the lottery. Amen. Because they never knew how to handle finances in the first place. And so we have to learn. And I'm going to say this. You're going to have to learn to walk in the spirit if you're going to, you know, fulfill God's calling on your life. And, you know, I I have a couple messages working, so we'll try to get them out this morning. And um, so if you have your Bibles, let's open our Bibles to Isaiah. And, And what I was saying was that I was dealing with issues. And my issue was that I dealt with depression. Anybody ever dealt with depression in here? Amen. And, uh, you know, you just had anybody ever have dark days in here? Amen. And I've dealt with it. And, and it really doesn't make sense because I could have a good day. God could be doing some good things. But, the, you know, like on Sunday, but on Monday mornings, I would just feel just negative. Anybody ever feels negative in here? I don't want I don't like negative. I don't like feeling bad. And it's called Blue Monday. But you don't have to have a blue Monday. Amen. You can you can have a shining Monday. Glory to God. 
Some people have blue Mondays because they have to work. You know? They hate their jobs, right? But listen, but God doesn't want us blue. He wants us rejoicing. Amen. He wants us walking in his presence. Amen? Amen. He wants us to walk in, you know, the fullness of his joy. Amen. Amen. And so here and I so 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 what I, I did was I, I I on a Wednesday night I went to a scripture and it was in Acts chapter 13. We won't go there, still go stay in Isaiah 58. And uh, uh, praise God. And so, uh, so I went to uh, Acts chapter thirteen and talked about them fasting the the the, the, the uh, disciples, and they were fasting and praying. They got together. They were fasting and praying, and it said they were actually ministering to the Lord in their fasting and praying. They ministered to the Lord. And I thought that was interesting because when we're fasting and praying, we can, we can actually give glory to God. Amen. We're actually ministering to the Lord. And that was interesting. But another uh, thing that was interesting about Acts 13 is said the Holy Ghost spoke. And the Holy Ghost revealed some truth about the calling of Paul and, and, and some others and, and revealed to them, you know, what their calling was and what they needed to do and where to go. Amen. And um, and to start their ministry. And I don't know about you. And I've said this before. Um, what we really what, what a Christian really needs from God is is direction. We, we need to know, you know, God, what do you want me to do this year? Like this year, you know, we're starting this new year out, putting God first. And that's why we're fasting. We want to put God first. And we really want God's agenda. Amen. And a lot of people are operating on, on their own agenda. We're, uh, sometimes, a lot of Christians are doing their own thing. And, and then they're asking God to bless their thing. And God, God's going to bless his thing that he wants you to do. And, and he may only he may be able to bless some of you as you do if it's scriptural, but he's going to. But but we limit God if we don't walk in the spirit and we don't walk after Christ and we don't follow after Christ. We can limit him. And I'm going to say this, that God wants to reveal some things to each one of us through this fast. And really, uh, uh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go through the same problems I went through last year. And so through this fast, I want God to reveal truth to me and open my eyes to truth. And you know what? He's doing it. He's revealing some truth. And and and, you know, I'm on a quest. I'm I I am, you know, in my walk with Christ right now. And I I, I have one goal that I want that I'm focusing on. Do you guys want to hear my goal? And my goal is to walk in perfect peace. In other words, I don't want anything to wreck my peace. I don't want the the little things. You know, the Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. And you may say, what does that mean, Pastor? Well, it, well, the foxes come in, they eat, eat, you know, the stuff off the vine. And, and But it's the little things that can wreck our Christian walk. Amen. It's not the big things. It's not all the big things. It's the little things that we do from day to day that we're not aware of that we can be hindering God from working in, in full capacity in our life. And so there's things in us. And I think there's things that we're doing and that we're not even aware of. And so we're doing it and it's hindering us from really, you know, having, you know, that breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Sometimes some of us are walking in issues with 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 people and we don't know why. And God wants to reveal that to us. We we like to blame the devil all the time. Amen. 
you know, we like to say, well, it's the devil. The devil's doing everything. All the problems is the devil. But you know, all your problems isn't the devil. Amen. Can somebody say flesh? flesh. Say this way, flesh. <laughs> I mean, it's just flesh. When somebody's, when somebody's not acting right, they're a Christian, you, what we, what sometimes what spiritual people will say, you can say legalistic, maybe they're fleshy. They're fleshy, you know. That's, that's you're not walking in the spirit, amen. And so, and so, that's what we want to do. We want to walk in the spirit, but I'm, we're going to try to get into that. And man, I don't have a lot of time, but let's look at. And so, anyway, let me just finish my thought here before I go to the next thing. I I, I saw fasting look legitimate. I said the new people, the New Testament people. Preach. A lot of times we think all we need is faith and that's all we need and that can get the job done. Yeah, faith will get the job done, but faith has to work with love. Amen. And love is a fruit of the Spirit, and we can sometimes be walking in the works of the flesh. Amen. It can kill the love, and if we're not walking love, then our faith won't work like it needs to. Because faith worketh by love. Amen. So you can say, I got faith. I don't need to fast. You know, Pastor, I got faith. You know, yeah, but do you have love? Yeah. You know, and you got to have love. Look at your name and say, get some love. And, and really, that's the fruit of the Spirit. So, so here in, in Isaiah 58. So anyway, let me finish this. So I started fasting one day a week. And I noticed the depression day. You know, depression is really, it, it, it's a... Being depressed, it's really, it can be a demonic attack on our lives. It could be the devil and, and, and the devil. But a lot of times, sometimes it's flesh too. In other words, we want to, you know, cry about our problems. And, 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 it, it's, it's, and we want to tell everybody our problems. And flesh can be involved. And, and the devil can be involved in it too. And that's why we need to get out of the flesh and get into the spirit. Amen. And when I started fasting and seeking God. See, see when you're depressed or, you, or you're dealing with issues and you're focused on those things. You're focused on self. Amen. And the Bible says, you know, we got to crucify the flesh that Jesus said you have to deny yourself if you want to follow me. So you got to deny, you know, yourself, focus on God and start focusing on being a blessing to others. Amen. And guess what's going to happen? You depression is going to leave. Amen. And so when I started fasting and focusing on God, all of a sudden the blue Mondays I used to have, they disappeared. And I was fighting in faith, trying to walk in faith and trying to. Anybody ever try to be happy in here? <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. But, you know, you're ticked off. You're mad. And it's, it's more than just positive affirmations that's going to get you there. And sometimes we need to fast because fasting disconnects you from the natural and connects you to the supernatural. Amen. And so it disconnects you from our five senses, which we operate in, our five senses. But we need to operate in the sixth sense, faith. And so the Bible says we walk by faith. We don't walk by the flesh. A lot of us are doing that. But we walk by faith and not by sight or our five senses. And so if we walk by faith, then we walk by an internal knowing that God's word is true. God is performing his word and he's working on our circumstance and our situation. But if we're walking in the flesh, we're observing everything through our five senses and we're, we're, we're calculating things out by our five senses. And we're determining if that if, if we're determining by that, which is called our intellect or reason, we're determined by that if God is working in our life. 
And you can't determine by the five senses if God's working in our life. Uh, you know, just a side note, you know, uh, we get the Daniel fast, or that some of us are on, that's, that's eliminating the sweets and the meats and eating just plain, you know, natural food. And, you know, Daniel did this fast for 21 days. And, uh, and, the, and the, the bottom line was that an angel Gabriel came down and gave him some truth about what he was believing God for. And the angel said that, that he heard Daniel on the first day of the prayer, but there was some demonic opposition against that angel bringing truth. And I'm going to say this, there's always demonic uh, opposition against us from, from, from getting truth from God. The devil's going to try to oppose God's truth in our life. And we have to, and, 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 and the devil, I heard one person say, is a flesh devil. So, so he works on our flesh to get us looking at the natural, but we got, we got to look at God and we got to look at the fact that God is bigger and the things of the spirit is more real than the things of the natural and the things of the spirit can change the natural realm that you're in. Amen. 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 Faith can change things. Amen. And even though it may look bad today, you know, your faith, believing God, standing on the word, regardless of what it looks like, can get the job done. So I believe what Daniel did in those 21 days, he, he disconnected his emotions, amen, from his prayer life while he was waiting on God for the answer. And God heard him the first day. In other words, God was dispatching the angel the first day, but there was opposition, and so, but I believe that Daniel disconnected his emotions so he wouldn't be a, a, a yo-yo Christian going up and down. Is God hearing me or isn't he hearing me? Does God want me to be blessed or does God want me to be cursed? And a lot of times we go back and forth in our walk with Christ. Is God really with me? You know, he doesn't seem like he is. No, God, the Bible says he will never leave you, forsake you. And what it is, we're too connected to our feelings. Amen. We're too connected to the natural realm. Amen. And we need to get more connected to God. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? And so, I'm trying to set this up right. So, here in Isaiah 58, I'm going to give you some, some blessings of uh, fasting. And it says here, so what I did was I disconnected myself from my flesh when I started fasting, started connecting more in God. And all of a sudden, those, if it was a spirit that was attacking me, he ended up leaving. Why? Because I started walking in the spirit, which is walking in faith, and he couldn't do anything with me because I was staying focused on God. Amen. The Bible says this. If you're dealing with any issues, it says submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he has to flee. Amen. And so in this fast, what we're endeavoring to do is to submit to God. Amen. And then once you submit to God, that gives you the power because if you're under the authority of God, you're submitting to him, you're obeying him. That gives you the authority to tell the devil where where to go. But if you're not fully submitting to God, then then you may not have full power to tell the devil where to go. Amen. The more submitted you are, the more power you're going to walk in. Isn't that right? The more submitted to God you are, Jesus was totally submitted to the Father. That's why when he, he was able to cast that demon out of that boy there was, uh, that the disciples could not cast out because his submission to the Father was 100%. Amen. Amen. 
And say, I want to be 100%. I want to be 100%. Submit it to God. Submit it to God. And that's a good thing because God wants to bless you, bless you, bless you. And when we're not submitted to God, we come out under, you know, you can walk either in, 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 in under the, the law of the spirit of life or the law of the spirit of death. I'll talk about that in a second. But let's look at this. It says here in, in Isaiah 58, it says this in verse 6, well, verse 5, it starts out, Is this not the fast that I have chosen a day to, for a man to afflict his soul? Uh, is it... Uh, not to, or is it to bow down his head like a bulrush? Isn't that an interesting word? And, and to spread out sackcloth as ashes. Would you call this fast an acceptable day of the Lord? With a question mark. So he's saying that, uh, he's asking a question that, he's, that, that the fast is not really designed to be a happy time in our life. It's a time for us to really, cruci- it's, it's, it's crucifying your flesh. And it's a time where it kind of hurts. In other words, no pain, no gain. Amen. Amen. So no, no, no cross, no crown. And when you're fasting, you're actually, you're, you're saying to your flesh that it's not going to be in control anymore. Amen? Amen. And so here it says, chosen for a man to afflict his soul. So when you're fasting, you're actually afflicting your soul. You're telling that part of you. That, that Mr. Hyde, because all of us have two parts in us. We are one person, but we are battling, you know, we are a spirit. We live in a body and we have a, you know, we have a soul, mind, will, emotions. And, that, and that's, you know, the flesh part of us. And we're battling all, all the time if we're going to walk with God or we're going to walk in our own power. We're battling all the time. And so I like to say each one of us has a Dr. Jekyll and a Mr. Hyde within us. And do you know Dr. Jekyll? Anybody ever seen? Uh, yes. Yeah, you know, uh, I think it was, what was it? I can't think of that movie, but anyway. Um, but anyway, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, in other words, you, you have a bad side and you have a good side. The good side is the spirit side of you. The, the, the bad side is the flesh side. And we got to learn to put that down. Amen? And so look at this. In verse 6 it says, It's not the fast that I have chosen... To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke. I could just close the book now and just close, you know, because this is, this is great. In other words, there are promises in the Old Testament. I, you know, a lot of some people say, well, this is Old Testament stuff. Well, listen, uh, these are blessings for fasting. And we look at blessings in Deuteronomy to live a long life. We look at blessings all through the Old Testament. And, uh, and we, we stand on those. Why can't we stand on these blessings? Amen. Have you ever thought about that? You can say, that's Old Testament. That's for the Israelites. No, that's, that, you know, it's for all of us. You know, you are a spiritual Jew if you receive Jesus. Amen. You are engrafted in the tree. Amen. Amen. So, hallelujah. So, you are a spiritual Jew. And so, we're entitled to, you know, Abraham's blessing. Right. right? In Galatians. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We're entitled to it because of the blood of Jesus. Now, not because of what we do by our works. We're entitled to it because Jesus paid the price for it. Amen. And we have to believe it. Amen? Say, I believe that. I believe and so it says here, uh, is this not faster? I've chosen to loosen the bonds of wickedness. What does that mean? In other words, wickedness will, will bind us up. 
And some of us have issues and habits that we need to get rid of. And it's bringing us down. And so when you fast, sometimes it's not going to be willpower that's going to do it. You're going to have to you're going to have to get spirit power because some of us are trying to willpower it and it ain't working. Right. Because your will only goes so far. But God, but by the spirit of God will go further. So when we start fasting and we start getting God involved, because what we're saying is we're submitting to you, Lord, then what it is, we're getting the, the power of God in our life. Amen. In a great, how do you do that? Because you're, you're submitting yourself you're under God's mighty hand. You're fasting, you're praying, you're speaking the word, and you're believing that God's going to reveal truth to you. Amen? So it loosens the bonds of wickedness. It says to undo the heavy burdens. Amen? So there's burdens uh, that we could deal with, and it will undo the heavy burdens uh, to let the oppressed go free. What does that mean? Well, you know, the people are oppressed. Oppression is basically, it can be, it can be um, being depressed, but oppression is sickness. Amen? Acts 10.38 says it this way, how Jesus of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. Say, I'm anointed anointed. with the Holy Ghost Ghost. and with power. power. And how he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Amen? So, so, so So Jesus went about healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So that tells me disease. Can somebody, can you turn this down? Amen. So anyway, we're talking about this. And it says here... Hallelujah. I still sound like I feel like an echo, but maybe it's just me. Amen. Is it just me? No. Oh, it's not me. Okay, then you can bring it down a little bit. Praise God. They're hearing me like out there in Lynn Haven Mall, I think. But anyway, and so let's look at this. It says here, loose the bonds of wickedness to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free. And, 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 And it says here, share your bread. Okay, break every yoke. And so the, the anointing will break every yoke of bondage. Amen? Uh, to set the oppressed free, in other words, let's put it this way, that means those that are sick. And so the devil can put sickness on you, but through fasting and prayer you can break that off. Not just off yourself, but off of others. Amen? And then the next thing he says here, to break every yoke. And the, it, it, the Bible says it's the anointing. That breaks the yoke of bondage. So it's God's. It's not by your might or by your power. It's not by, you know, you reading or it's not even by the medicine. It's by the spirit of God. Amen. That can break the medicine is good. And and I'm and I'm 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 an advocate for that. But 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 believing God can be better. Amen. Amen. And so it says that, and so it says here, is this not, uh, is this not a fast to share your bread with the hungry? I added fast in there. And that you bring your, uh, bring to your house poor that are cast out. So in your fast, I talked about this last week in super sizing your fast, um, that, uh, you want to be, um, blessing people in your fast. Amen. In other words, blessing those that are, that are down and out, that are hungry. I did that this week and I, I blessed somebody with some money and I, and I invited them to church. It was a guy playing a guitar in front of Food Lion and, and I felt like the Lord wanted me to give him money. And I don't normally do that, you know, because I, 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 I always want to be endeavored to be led by the Spirit. 
You got to be led by the Spirit when you're giving out money. And um, because some people can buy it for drugs and all that. So you got to be led by the Spirit. But I gave money to this guy, gave him a card. And, um, and so I felt, you know, when you're fasting, you need to do small acts of kindness. Amen. Amen. And you know what? It's going to return back in high dividends. Glory to God. Because God will never tell you to do something and give something away that he doesn't already have a blessing in mind to give you down the road. Amen. Can I say that again? If you ever, if God ever tells you to give something an offering or do something, because He has in mind that He wants to bless you far above what you did. Amen. Whatever you sow, He will multiply it. God is a multiplier. Don't ever think what you give to God is, is a waste. No, whatever you give to God, God will multiply it back. And you say, well, where's that at in Scripture? Remember the, 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 the little boy with his lunch? Five loaves and, and, and two fish. And, what it, and after they, they fed the whole 5,000 plus all the other people that were there. And then what happened? They had 12 baskets left over. Some people believe that kid got 12 baskets. You know what I'm saying? He, had 12, he, he sowed his 12 baskets left over. That's powerful, isn't it? Amen. Amen. And so... And so it says here, uh, uh, to share your bread, it says, it says when, uh, now, when you see your naked, that you cover him and not hide yourself from your flesh. And this is where I wanted to get at. And man, I wish I had more time. Um, this is what, what I want to get at is that some theologians say, don't hide yourself from your own flesh. They, they kind of read it, read it as don't hide yourself from your relatives. But I see it in, a, in another way. Don't hide yourself from your flesh. You know, in other words, you don't like your relatives. So don't get away from them. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But what that's really saying is that we have flesh and, and, and we don't want to hide the fact of, of, of ourselves from our flesh. Or in other words, of the negative things that we do from day to day. In other words, we, God wants to expose to us and reveal to us areas in our life that we're walking in the flesh so we can correct that. So we can walk in the spirit and be blessed. And so sometimes we go through years doing dumb things and not even aware that we're killing our blessing. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to go around dumb, doing dumb things and killing my blessing or the fullness of God's blessing. And so my quest, I haven't told you my quest, my quest uh, this year and really for the rest of my life is to walk in, you know, the peace of God without anything bothering me. I don't want anything to bother me. If one person showed up today, I want to be just as excited as I am now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm not going to let the crowd change my head. Oh, there's nobody here and I worked so hard on my my sermon. You know know what I'm saying? I don't want natural things to control me. And you don't need natural things to control you. You need to be governed by the spirit of God that's in your spirit. Amen. And so we're, we're under, you're either the law of life in Christ Jesus or the law of sin and death. And both laws are working. That's in Romans 8. Christ, you know, there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. Amen. And for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. And the Bible talks about that in Galatians. And, man, and in Galatians, there's works of the flesh. And in Galatians, it talks about the works of the flesh, which is adultery. Oh, somebody else. Man, that's a, that's a bad one. And there's works of the flesh. And that's, that's in Galatians. And, and there's a lots. Of, it seems like there's more works of the flesh than fruit of the Spirit. 
It's like, it's like a whole list of things. You know, complaining, rivalry, you know, all this negative stuff in Galatians 6. I want you guys to look at that. And, and then there's the fruit of the Spirit. And God wants us walking in the fruit of the Spirit. And how are we, and listen, the Bible says if you, if you, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be under the law of sin and death, you have to walk in the Spirit of God. Amen. In other words, Jesus said to his disciples that, that, that Jesus said that he's calling his disciples. He's calling us to bear fruit and that our fruit shall remain. And God wants us bearing good fruit for him. Amen. He doesn't want us sowing bad seed and reaping bad harvests. And so in the process of this, you know, I started looking at, at uh, uh, God started revealing to me, you know, you know, some actions that I wasn't aware of. And I, and I noticed that the, the, the Lord was revealing to me uh, that there's areas in my life that I can be mean. Anybody ever get mean in here? Yeah. And I, it happened to me this week and he revealed it to me. You know, I, I, I was running late. For a haircut, I got my haircut. How does it look? But anyway, I was running late for a haircut, and um, I didn't have any cash, but I had all this change. And they just opened a new branch right by where I was at. So I thought, oh man, I could get my haircut with this change. And they have this machine that you can pour the money in, and, and it will go right into your account. Anybody know what I'm talking about? A lot of people use the machines that charge ten percent. Don't do that. That's double dumb. Go to go to go to the bank. Don't let them take ten percent out. But anyway, that's just a sign up. And uh, and so I had my little box. It was like a little treasure box. I was so proud of my money, and I, I'm carrying it in. You know, I was just at the bank three days ago. I said, I didn't know you had that machine. They, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we have that machine. And I was talking to the lady. I said, Great. And I'm running a little late though. You know, and, and somebody say margin. If you don't want to get stressed out, you better get margin in your life. Amen. That means allow more time. And so I had my little box and I went in there and, and there was a big sign in there. Sorry, Wally World is closed. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and I was ready and it was late. And I said, oh, man. And she said, oh, I don't think the machine's working today. I said, you're a brand new branch. Who's the manager of this place? I started fleshing out. Now I can say that. I started thinking that. Who's the manager? My Lord, this is a brand new branch, brand new machine. So I go, I go up. There was nobody lying. I went up there and I, I had an attitude. I put that down. I said, you ready to count my money? I said that to the teller. You ready to count my money? And she looked at me like, yes, sir. I can count it. I can roll it. I don't have time. I said, can, can, can I withdraw some money? Oh, our system down. I said, so that means I can't withdraw some Oh, yeah, we can do it. We can do it by hand. I said, okay, I need $20 for my haircut. <laughs> and what I was saying was, I said, I said, is it always like this? She said, no, sir, we, we don't know. It normally doesn't happen like that. And what I was saying to her in no uncertain terms is, is that, you know, that machine that's broken, you know, can I excuse my terminology, sucks. And, uh, and then the company you work for sucks. <laughs> And you suck. Uh-oh. Basically, that's what I was saying to her. And, and the Lord, after I walked away, the Lord said, now, now was that the right way to go? <laughs> the Lord started revealing to me, you know, and he said, you, and the Lord said, you want to walk in peace, right? Are you sowing peace? No, Lord, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sowing any peace. Uh, yeah, and then the Lord said, you know what the Lord revealed to me? People have hearts. I said, yes, Lord, people have hearts. And that was just, all he said was people have hearts. He didn't say anything else to me. People have hearts. And, but I thought, people have hearts. That means that their heart can be hurt. Yes. Yes. Amen. 
And so, and so if their heart is hurt, then that brings, if you're hurt, that brings you out of peace. Amen. So if you're not sowing peace, how are you going to reap peace? Amen. How are you going to walk in peace if you're not sowing peace? Amen. And if you're blowing up on every little thing. Amen. Amen. I blew up a couple times this week. Amen. And God started showing me these things. He said, if you're going to walk in my peace, you can't be blowing up on every little thing. How many people deal with anger issues? I'm going to be doing an anger class next Friday. No. And in that anger class, there's going to be a punching bag for the people you don't like. You can put your face, their face on it and just get a couple. Of, no, no, that's that's somebody say flesh. Flesh. And God was showing me flesh, flesh. The flesh monitor was going off. Flesh, flesh, flesh. You know when that flesh monitor goes off? You know what, what the other monitor goes is going off to? You know what that monitor says? Death, death, death. Because if you walk in the flesh, you're walking in death. A lot of people are like, oh, no, you're not. No, no, the Bible says if you walk in the works of the flesh, if you start sowing to the flesh, you're sowing in death. In other words, it will kill you. Amen. Or somebody will kill you if you talk back at them. <laughs> Slap you in the beaker. You can't just say that to anybody. Now, she, that was a big guy that was, you know, brawny. And I was looking up to him. And I said, this place, ah, uh, maybe not. But it was a little lady back behind us. You know, I, I, get, I get away with that, right? Amen. And so, and so we need to be very careful that we're not walking in the works of flesh. You know, i got to close this down. See, Paul had a problem. Paul, I think Paul, I, I think Paul had some anger issues. And the reason why is because there was a problem that he had with one of the guys that came on a missionary trip and then they bailed on him and didn't come out on that missionary trip, but he wanted to go on the next missionary trip. And, and Paul said, he ain't coming. He's not going to come on that missionary trip. There, was, there wasn't a lot of mercy there. But that guy was John Mark and he ended up, you know, serving God down the road and becoming a blessing to Paul. Amen. It's a, it, it is just amazing that he ended up becoming a blessing to Paul and not was offended with Paul. Amen. And everybody has issues and we need to realize that that people have issues and people are precious. They're precious to God. And how we treat people, we're treating God. Amen. However you treat somebody, you know, if you treat them bad, you're treating God bad. Jesus said, what you've done to the least of these things or these people you've done to me. And so people are a representation. I remember the Lord telling me, he said, the Lord said to me one time, he says, he says, when you bless people, you bless me. That's what God told me one time. If you bless somebody, you're blessing me. What? Because we're the body. We're that we're the body of Christ. And what we do, good or bad, is a representation of the body of Christ. Amen. And so when we start doing the good things and start sowing peace and start sowing mercy and start sowing love, guess what we're going to end up getting back? Peace, mercy and love. What we want. But if we're if we're kind of, you know, we want the peace, we want the joy, we want the love. But if we're walking in the works of the flesh, the Bible says we will not see the kingdom of God. What does that mean? Well, it could mean two things. It could mean that you go to hell, you know, if you're practicing that. But I mean, I think it means that we're not going to see the kingdom blessings of God in our life. What's the kingdom blessings? Love, joy, peace. I think that we can forfeit the graces of God on our life if we're walking in the flesh. 
And what we'll end up doing is, if we continue to walk in the flesh, at the end of that, at the end of sin, is death. And I don't want, I don't want to die early. Amen. You, you, you can say, well, I'm quoting, I'm Psalms 91, you know, I'm going to live a long life. Not if you're acting like a jerk. Amen. It may be a short life. Yes. You hear what I say? Somebody might smack you in the beaker. <laughs> knock you down. But what it is, is that we got to get out of this flesh mode and get into the spirit mode. And the Bible says when you're walking in the spirit, there is no law. In other words, the devil can't come against you because he's a legal devil and he can only come against you legally. That means the legal way is what you sow is what you're going to reap. Some people call it judgment. But what we sow will end up reaping. If you sow to the flesh, you will reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit, you will reap life and life eternal. And that word life is zoe. In other words, you reap the zoe God kind of life. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Shalom. And I want shalom in my life. I want the peace of God in my life. I want to walk under an open heaven. How many people are with me today? I want to walk under an open heaven with God. And the only way I'm going to do that is by walking in the spirit. Really, you may say, how do you do it? Walk in the love of God. Because the Bible says to walk in God is to walk in love. And what does that mean, Pastor? That means exactly what Jesus said in Matthew 6 when he talked about the Beatitudes. And then he said, love those who despitefully use you. Bless them. Curse them not. Do good to those. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? So love is the key. So when we start stripping ourselves down with fasting, stripping ourselves of the works of the flesh, then all we can do is walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Which is love, peace, joy. Amen. And that's what I want to walk in. And if I'm walking in that, I'm telling you, I'll be mistaken for Jesus. And I want people to see Jesus in me. I want people to see Jesus. And I believe that he is operating through me. And people are seeing Jesus more and more. And I want Jesus to be seen through me instead of the devil. Amen. That boy acted like a devil. That church he pastors probably in a cult church. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm spreading a lot of good cheer around the. <laughs> the Bible says, "Listen, oh man, I got to close, man. I got to close." The Bible says, "Listen, when 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 uh, when the when Jesus was born, uh, the the angels said, glory to God in the highest, and goodwill towards men.' God has goodwill towards men." And the Lord revealed this to me that is that, we're, you know, the Bible says that when we get saved, we're ambassadors of God. What's an ambassador? It's somebody that represents the place that they're from. We're, we are actually representing heaven and we're God's ambassadors. And the Lord revealed to me that we're ambassadors of goodwill. Goodwill and peace be on earth, goodwill towards men. Amen. I know it's, it's God's goodwill towards men, but if God is in us, and we're in crisis in us, shouldn't that good will come through us? Yes. Not bad will? <laughs> Not a disgruntled attitude? Not like, they better run this way better. You know? 
Are you hearing what I'm saying today? And you know, as I thought about it, it wasn't that lady's fault that I vented on, that, that teller, that, Amen. you know, it wasn't her fault that, that the system went down. It wasn't like she cut the wires. Ah, I'm going to get pastor today. Cutting the wires. He's coming in. He's coming in. Now, I know the devils were like, he's coming in. Can't make sure that machine is down, right? But, you know, it, it wasn't her fault. But I was venting on her. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? She had no control over that. That's right. But we have control over us if we walk in the spirit and not the flesh. Man, I didn't get through the rest of my message. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to stop right here. I think you guys are full. Amen. I think as, as we, because Paul says crucifying the flesh. Listen, Paul dealt with it and in, 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 in read Romans 7 as your text when you get home. 7, Paul talks about that the things he wants to do, he doesn't do. And he talks about, you know, this sin that keeps rising up in his life. And he said, you know, who shall deliver me from this body of death? And, and, but then that's where Romans 8 comes in. There's no condemnation. That's where God gave him the revelation. No condemnation for those that are in Christ. And then, and then read Romans 8, too. That's going to help you. And I'm going to say this, that God is going to do some awesome things through this. He's, he's revealing some truth to pastor. Praise God. And I believe he's going to reveal truth to you. Amen. And you know what? That just gets you in position for the blessing that he wants to bless you with. Do you believe that today? Amen. Did you receive it today? Yes. Praise God. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, we honor you today and we just thank you, Father. You're so good to us in spite of our weaknesses, Lord. You're still good to us. You're still gracious to us. You still love us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, in spite of the, the things that we do that aren't right at times, that you're still with us, Lord. And, and there's hope because, because there's always hope in you. And it's by the power of the Spirit, and it's a Spirit that can change us. And we thank you, Lord, that we're going from glory to glory. And perhaps you're here today. Maybe you've never received Jesus as your personal Savior. Maybe you're watching on Internet and you know you need God in your life. You know these things of the flesh is pulling you down. They're controlling you. You may have addictions. And God wants to break that off you. Amen? I've heard of stories of people receiving Christ and every addiction that they had broke that same day. So I want you to pray this prayer with me. If you're ready to receive Jesus Christ, pray it like you mean it. Just say, Dear God, I believe... Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of God for my justification. Today, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at ExceedLifeChurch.org.